Hey guys, Micah Frazier here. I've got a bait from War Eagle. It's called the Screaming Eagle. You may think this is a, a small quarter ounce bait, but it's actually a half ounce. The Screaming Eagle has got weighted shank of the hook. It goes down into the shank, but it's hidden under the skirt. So you can maintain that compact size. War Eagle's born in the Ozarks and the you know deep, clear lakes. This is a great bait, deep, clear water, spotted bass, smallmouth. I mean, it, it's a fish catcher. Y'all check it out. If you want to throw farther, get some Kevin Van Dam's line and lure. You can launch it a mile. Still going. Nothing stops your boat faster and holds it more securely than power pole shallow water anchors. Some folks hear power pole and think, oh man, I can't afford that. But did you know you can get the 8-foot power pole sportsman 2 hydraulic anchor now with Sea Monster 2.0 pump and heavy duty hydraulic hose for just $1,295? It's got all the features power pole anchors are famous for and a single sportsman 2 will hold a bass boat up to 4,500 pounds. Go check it out at power-pole.com to find a dealer near you. Power pole swift. Silent, secure. The swim jig technique is one of the most successful ways to put fish in the boat. Time in and time out, Bravani Bait swim jigs are just the right tool for the job. Beaming with quality, the Bravani swim jigs come in a myriad of colors, feature the best premium hooks and solid trailer keepers to give you, the serious bass angler, the confidence you need to accomplish your goal of putting more fish in the boat. So go to BravaniBaits.com and start climbing the ladder to swim jig success. All right, all right. Welcome back. The Maniacy continues right here, right now on Straycast Outdoor Cartoon Television. I'm your host, Pat Renwick, and stoked is a word that is an understatement of how stoked we are to bring you right now from Canton, Michigan, Bassmaster Elite Series rookie, Garrett Paquette. Yes. Ka-chow. What's up, dude? And I've never had so many people message me, you don't know what you're getting yourself into tonight. So wow. Let's, about, let's start on that and let's go from there. About straight cast. Well, you guys, yes. Wow. Interesting. So are you a little <laughs> nervous? Am I nervous? Yeah. No, I'm not nervous. Good. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, let's absolutely. Fun. Because we're, we're no bad brain bears. We're just fun stewing giggles dumplings. That's <laughs> yeah, all we are, you know. When you don't know where you're getting into, there's no reason to be nervous. <laughs> but, dude, I mean, you're having a great year. Um you're kicking ass all right let's i mean you're doing really well for a rookie and that seems to kind of be status quo on the elite series right now right a bunch of you young guys are just uh you're taking some names aren't you chomping yeah it is yeah we have a we have a ton of you know rookies in the top you know two rookies are the top of the end of the year standings um you know everyone's catching them really good and Nowadays, with the technology and the college fishing and YouTube, all the resources we have, it's just it's just so much easier for someone that's younger to to come out there and compete. Whereas back in the day, it may have took five to ten years for some of these guys to to finally be comfortable traveling the country, and that's just not the case anymore. Exactly, and the, the technology mm. has advanced, the techniques have advanced, the smarts have advanced, the accessibility to knowledge has advanced. Well, Air, like Aaron was on, I don't know if you caught any of that. Yeah. And he said 1999. Do you believe that, Garrett? 1999 was the first Derb won on a drop shot, and it was yeah. him. National Derby. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's uh, you know, everything is just it's just an exponential growth of the sport. You know, kids are they're they're practicing it now. I mean, it, it's becoming something that when someone's six years old, that's what they want to do. They want to be a pro fisherman. Yeah. It's not someone that's 
you know, working until, you know, they have the money to go in and do it. The kids are actually being bred nowadays to, to come out here and do this for a living. So. Bred bastards like and, communists. And I, I appreciate, <laughs> but not really. I appreciate the honesty you saying that, too. We, we've had the older guys say that, like, you know, the young kids are learning faster. But none of the younger guys we've had on have actually admitted, like, yeah, it's easier. We have all the information. Yeah, he's straight know? up about it. Isn't yeah. He? yeah, I like that. The other guys are like, yeah, I just spent like 92 hours on the water. I was able to figure yeah. it out and figure that pattern <laughs> out. They're, they're into bull rushes on the secondary yeah, these bench. boys will get you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, dude, let's go back. I mean, 10 years old, the first bass on the, on the Sanko, bro, or the stickworm, whatever the hell it was. It drove you nuts, didn't it? You were eating yeah. up bad from that point. Yeah, definitely. I actually, the, the first bass I ever caught, I, I grew up not uh, not bass fishing. You know, I grew up in a fishing family, but not, not a bass fishing family. We just, you know, my dad's really big into fishing on the Great Lakes, uh, salmon and lake trout. And I'd always fish around the boat harbors when I got back and caught like bluegills and stuff. And the first bass I ever caught, I mean, I actually saw the fish come up, eat the bait. Everything was super visual. And when I when I saw that, I mean, it was it was an addiction from day one. It's all I wanted to do, all I wanted to Isn't learn about. Isn't it crazy and, that all of us share that common denominator, that common bond, that it's that first fish that really triggers something in your brain? You know, I mean, it does, it's, yeah. and it's certain people. It's like that can happen to a certain individual, and they'd be like, "Oh, I caught a fish." Yeah, whenever. Yeah. Uh. But you know, yeah, then, I think I got then there's people like us and and everyone watching that. That's that we get. We got eaten up with it. We got a fish. We caught a bass. This is the most amazing thing. It's an addiction. It's nuts, man. It's absolutely nuts. It's more than an an addiction. It's more of a of a drive or a desire. You know what I mean? It is, yeah. And it's not for everyone, you know. I mean, when from someone that looks out on the outside of it, they probably think it's dumb. I mean, we're catching fish that are. You know, this big, three pounds, five pounds, we're getting all excited about it, whereas guys are out there catching 1,000-pound fish. Right. Yeah, but but, but it's just something that I don't I don't think you can really be taught it. It's just something that, you know, certain people have in, within them that they love to bass fish, and when you experience it, man, there's nothing like it. And the, the wildest thing about it is that, like, in sport, you know, somebody gets really into baseball. They get into it usually because they watch it on TV. I want to do that. In bass fishing, I don't think it's really like that. No one's like, I've never bass fished, but they see it on TV and they say, I want to do that. It's always got to be that first fish catch. You know, yeah. there's not many things like that. Like, you experience it and you're like, I got to do this every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know? I would agree not much. And then you find out that there's professional bass fishing. Well, sex, with you, that's something. That's that you, that's yeah. one that you could compare it to. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's it. I mean, you much. don't have to see it on TV. Yes, you, yeah. well, that helps. <laughs> But <laughs> Garrett, but you're doing great, man. I mean, you you started out uh, at the college at the college level bass fishing, which seems to be again the, the status quo. That's the building mm-hmm. block. And you ha- you you kind of started your own bass fishing college team, didn't you? Oh, uh, my buddy did. Yeah, your buddy my, did. My okay, bu- my buddy started it, and he needed a certain amount of members to like actually create an official team. So I just gave him my 20 bucks for the membership. And nice. then I was thinking, I was like, well, why don't we fish these tournaments too, you know? So that's what we did. <laughs> nice. And did you kick ass right away? We did pretty good. Nice. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> the first tournament, I think we made it to the national championship. So it worked out. Wow. And and you, I mean, you progressed. And, and obviously rapidly, because how, how old are you exactly? 24. 24, okay. <laughs> and you're a professional bass fisherman. You know how freaking awesome that is? Yeah, it's it's pretty special. I mean, it's, <laughs> it is very special. It, when you sit back and look at it, it's 
It's pretty awesome. Yeah, Ryan, give him some awesome stats. I mean, he needs to hear. Sure. He needs to hear some awesomeness. We we got well, some. We went into um, <laughs> Ronnie Moore's brain when he wasn't mm-hmm. looking, and and we we stole some information. Yeah, from we him. stole some stats. Yes, that's Ronnie Moore's brain. Can you hear it? Yeah. Okay. There it is. So in 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 your short. Bassmaster career. You fished 20 derbies. 20 derbs. 20 derbs. B-A-S-S derbs. Derbs, derbs, Yes. 20 derbs. You have made $130,640. 130K? Pretty solid. Almost 131K. Not bad. You have weighed 623 pounds of bass. It's a lot of bass. Now, what that equates to per pound is 209 Dollars per pound. Two hundred nine dollars per pound. Each pound of bass. Of, of bass. Nine dollars. Boom. Two hundred nine bucks a pound. That's, that's crazy to break it down like that. That's pretty cool. Right? <laughs> Isn't that absolutely nuts? Now let's let's think about how much did he win, Ryan? One hundred and sixty-one. One hundred thirty thousand. One hundred forty dollars. One hundred thirty. One hundred thirty k. So how much did those twenty tournaments cost you out of that hundred and thirty? So let's do the deduct now. So. Got 130 plus. Now let's deduct expenses. Yeah. Where are we at? Um, Where are we at? So I think uh, let's say I did three years of the opens. So that's 30 grand gone. That's about 10 grand a year with entries and expenses. And then this year is so far. I mean, I paid all the entries in full. So I'm probably another 60, 60 grand into it, maybe. Okay. So 60 total or 30 plus the 60? 30 plus 60. So, so 90 grand. 90 grand. Out of the 130. Out of 130, yeah. So basically you $40,000. Yeah, so basically you're going. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like an all expenses uh, paid trip to uh, Saugatuck or something. Is <laughs> 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 all that is, man. Traverse City. But no, I mean, it kind of puts it into perspective, okay? Yeah, it does. It's, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. $90,000. Now you're doing well. You're doing great. But imagine if you weren't. I mean, yeah, yeah, it definitely, I mean, it's, it, it breaks people. I mean, every, every year it's, you know, you can't, there's a lot of people that can't continue. So, and that's the unfortunate part of the sport is it's so expensive and it's, it's really tough to make a living, especially just off of earnings from sure. tournaments. I mean, you got to have sponsorship to do it. 100%. 100%. You got to get that 90 grand taken care of. It, That's right. And, and what I could tell about you, the brief time that we spent together at the Bassmaster Classic, um, you're dedicated. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, and you move very quickly for some reason. I see you move quickly when you move. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, I mean, it seems that you have the drive. You could kind of tell. You don't you don't give a shit about necessarily what's happening over here or over here, but you have that focus. You're worried about what Garrett needs to do to maintain success. Is that an accurate assessment? Yeah, that's accurate for sure. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, everything in my life I kind of focus towards fishing. So if, if I don't really think it's helping me become a better angler, it's probably not something I'm spending too much time doing in my daily life. And And it's... I mean, again, living the dream, living the dream. But here's the thing. Again, what I'm trying to find out is what it's really like to be a, a rookie on the Elite Series, okay? You went through mm-hmm. the grind, you, you, and, and God bless you, you qualified for the Elites and the FLWs, didn't you? Yeah, last year I did. <laughs> it was a good year. That's a good year, man. Double dipping. <laughs> I mean, but this, this is a grind. You're on the road constantly. 
you're you can't tell me you don't worry about stuff because it ha- you have to worry about stuff. Oh, definitely. Um, and what do you do to keep the sanity, man? What do you do? I mean, like you said, going back to about the worrying about stuff, you can't worry about you. You can't worry about what you can't control because okay. you will go crazy. I, I mean, this it. there are so many things every single day. It might be a flat tire. It might be, you know, breaking off a fish. Your engine blows up. That stuff you you just can't worry about. I mean, you gotta you know kind of take a non-emotional approach to the things that you uh, you know come across throughout a day or throughout a tournament or a year. But um, you know, I just I just try to control my effort really towards things, and I just feel like if I put in an you know, the proper amount of effort, um, surround myself with, with good people. I have a lot of really good friends, um, that, you know, you kind of, that's someone that, yeah, or those are people that you want to talk to after a day in the water when things aren't going well, you know, that, sure. that's positive people. I, mm-hmm. I don't spin out by, by things like that. What, what is the biggest worry? What's, what's, is there one thing you constantly worry about? Uh, I worry about catching bass. I mean, that's hard <laughs> enough. So. That's the right answer. You're, yeah, that's, that's, that that's my worry. Answer. I mean, the rest of the stuff takes care of itself. <laughs> and that's, that is, that's what we talked about, that laser focus that you seem to have. Hey, did we, um, did, did, uh, when I came up with the name, uh, G-Pack, did I invent that or has that been invented already? I'll give it to you. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think that's a new one. See, G- isn't that I an said amazing? I before you. And the, and the spelling too was definitely unique. You talking so about? We'll give it to you. <laughs> you don't even know what our social media page is for crying out loud. So G-Pack. And then, and we also invented, what was the other one we invented for Walters? Uh, oh, the meteorite. The meteorite for Pat Walt, but you know what? Bass Bass does not recognize our amazing uh, talent for giving (laughs) nicknames. It's right there. (laughs) See that? No, no respect whatsoever. Dave Mercer, if you're listening. Yeah, Mercer. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Ronnie Moore. Yeah, Mark Zona, Davy Height, Tommy, my idol Sanders. He's been saying giant bass for like 20 years. I invented the word live too. Straight cast live. Yes. Never mind. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but seriously, no, dude, um, an amazing fisherman you are and blossoming into. The dedication is there. There's no doubt about it. Um, Saint, uh, the, uh, the James River, dude, that's a, that's a special place to you. You do okay there, don't you? Yeah, I really like that. And I don't know why. I mean, we don't have tidal <laughs> fisheries at all here. I uh, That was actually my first what I'd call major tournament that I've ever fished. I fished at FLW Ryovac when it was when it was called that. Yeah. Um, and I think I've been there maybe three more times, four times total. And I've either always cashed a check or, or been really close and, and have been close to winning multiple times. It just, it's just one of those places you, you don't know why, but it clicks with you. I mean, everything you just, the minute you launch the boat, you feel comfortable there. You'll take that. Won't you? Nice. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going back in uh end of July. I'm really excited about that. Dude, and let's, I want to backtrack a little here. You had an amazing year on the Costas last year too. I mean, yeah, thank you for bringing that up. People seem to uh, skip that part, though. I appreciate that. <laughs> Dude, you kicked ass. I think, you, what, did you come in, like, seventh or something? Or sixth or seventh? Uh, overall, yeah. I think I had one I had one bad tournament in there, and then the other two were, were pretty solid. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. and a super solid one. And solid might be an appropriate word or an unappropriate word, but I know you had an amazing experience day two of Kentucky Lake. With the most amazing non-boater ever, um, could you could you tell us about that story? I'm trying to think. Was this the one where 
Was this day two or day one? I think it was day two, Kentucky Lake. You drew a giant of a guy. Okay, that's day one. That's day one. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, Tell us about that amazing non-boater yeah, story. Yeah, so we won't get into too many details. No, just be as explicit as you – yes, this is the internet. <laughs> all, the whatever, de- all the details. Say whatever you want. Sorry if you're, sorry if you're watching. <laughs> you don't have to name names so to I, protect the innocent. So I draw a guy, and um, you know we get talking, and whatever. You know You can kind of tell it's – it's going to be an interesting day on the water on day one. And <laughs> we go out there and it's ledge fishing and they're throwing a top water the whole time, throwing an Asian carp um, that are busting off thinking that they're bass. So it okay. was, I uh, needless to say, I, I had a pretty good bag and he was struggling a little bit, but um, I had a spot in Barkley that we launched in Barkley. I made like a 30 mile run. So I had a spot back in Barkley. I was like, we're going to make a 20 minute run and I'm going to fish for about 20 more minutes. And then we're going to head in. So I run back and I jump on the front deck and make a cast with a crankbait. He jumps on the back deck real quick. And uh, I throw out, reel my crankbait fast, look look behind me, and he had an accident on the back of the boat. An accident? What? Accident. <laughs> Was it brown? And, <laughs> number one or number two? You guys are making me talk about this. That's so. a, it's as bad. This is the real thing about. Was, <laughs> and, yeah, Was he wearing shorts? Uh, yes. I oh think. no! Now what? Now what? So, I'm 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 pretty like laser focused, like you want to say. So <laughs> I was like, all right, man. Like, what you know? What am I gonna do about that? I'm not. I can't do anything. So I throw it back out there again. I'm reeling the crankbait in, <laughs> hook a fish, and I'm fighting it. And you know, I'm kind of going back for the net from my or on my own, and it jumps out there. It's like a four pounder, and I'm like, man, if I could get some help with this, you know. That's, that's <laughs> Probably, oh my god! That helps. So wait, 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 wait. He he didn't he didn't say anything. He just it just happened. Yeah, just it was, shit on um, the boat. Didn't say anything. Not really. No. Wow. I mean, it was. Uh, so it how was did this like, end? What's crazy. what's going on? So I'm fighting the fish, and I'm like, uh, hey man, if I could get some help, that would uh, that would be great. And um, <laughs> the next thing I know, he's on the front deck, completely naked, netting my fish. So. <laughs> No way! <laughs> oh my god! We we get it in, and I'm and I'm in the back of you know trying to like call, not look, and <laughs> that was uh, that was a pretty good one, and that's one we'll laugh about for a long that's time. That's amazing! That is ridiculous. Was he drunk? No, I think he was drunk. He had an accident, Ryan. Yeah, it was, it was a it was a rough boat ride, and you know I think it just kind of loosens some things up. So oh my too bad God. you didn't have like a YouTube channel to document that for yeah, at that time. I, yeah, I need a. I should have set up a GoPro. Yeah, that like would have just wow. been historic. Historic. Wow. So did he clean your boat or what? Yeah, he actually sat in the back and cleaned it for like the next 15 minutes, which was awesome. But oh, I had to take good. it to the car wash and finish it off. But he did good, man. Now he, was this actually Kevin Van Dam's boat? Yeah, this was a uh, KVD's old bow. I I bought his first Z21 and I ran it for three years until this year. Dude, how many people can say they took a shit in Kevin Van Dam's <laughs> boat? <laughs> Not many. That's true. Not many. This guy is a hero. Oh my that God. is a, that is an accomplishment in I life. I mean, we've though. heard stories of people dropping on the on the you know on the gunnels. Yeah, the old in fighter rough water drop and letting it that. wash off, but. Dude, that's yeah, outstanding. This, this was as graphic as it could be. We love so. Kevin, but oh nobody could God. say that they took a crap in Kevin's boat except this dude right here. No. Not not Garrett, but no. his partner. That's unreal. That's, that's amazing. 
absolutely amazing, dude. How did you even find out about this? I know people. <laughs> Believe me. I got all kinds of stuff on you that I can't even bring up. Believe me. Oh, <laughs> See him get a little nervous right there? <laughs> what's your jam, dude? Like, what's the song that you just love to crank? And um, I'm not uh, not one song, really. I'm, I am uh, I mix it up. I like a lot of, like, alternative rock, Linkin Park, stuff like that. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I like rap, Eminem. Um, you know, that kind of like 2000s rap. Yeah. Cause did you, you ever know, like go down eight mile and just go into some crappy neighborhoods just to be dangerous? No, 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 me neither. no. <laughs> I, I've been down some and it's not something that you, you try to go back down. So <laughs> I just uh, stay east. Fun. I stay east on the eight mile. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's actually getting a lot better though. Is it? Detroit, Detroit is, uh, making a huge rebound, which is great to see. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely, especially mm-hmm. the area around St. Clair, man. I mean, it is. it's gorgeous it is. there, St. Clair Shores. You you guide on St. Clair, right? I do, yeah. This okay. year I haven't just because been, I've been so busy, but the last few years I have been guiding out there, and that's that's a, uh, you know, that's just an unbelievable fishery. It's it's almost like not even work. The fishing's just so good, and you get guys that come out and, you know, just want to catch a couple fish, and you just go out there and crush them day crush after them. day after day. It's, it's, wow. you know, probably without question, the best smallmouth fishery as far as like for the duration of a season. And I actually just got into a, a kind of a little discussion with a guy about yes. this. Was talking about surgeon baby and better. There's two right. camps right now. That's for sure. Yeah. Not good all the time. Yeah. Two camps. They got the, uh, they've had those big weights on Sturgeon Bay and it right now it probably is better. You know, they're, they're weighing in 30 pound bags, but, and the same with the St. Lawrence in April, or I mean, in August, they'll weigh in some really big bags of fish, but you know, from the minute the ice goes out to, to when it goes on, it takes 25 to 30 pounds on St. Clair every single day. It's so consistent. It's, it's a special place. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed though, like we we go to St. Clair. I go with Andy and uh, Tommy Billings every year, and um, it seems like St. Clair just keeps getting more popular and popular. You know, there's more and more people. Like on a Tuesday, you know what I mean? Out there oh fishing. yeah, it's, definitely. I mean, once it got ranked number one uh, in the country from bass, it just it just exploded, I skyrocketed. Mean, you know, tons of tons of guys from out of state are coming to visit it, which is great to see but it's it's one of those lakes it's got a lot of grass and it's real expansive it, it can handle the pressure you know it's kind of like a gunnersville gunnersville is the same mm-hmm. way i mean it gets fished so hard every single day and it just keeps putting them out did you ever get uh into that uh what do they call that muskatootie chuki bay what's the muskakuku what's yeah, what muskamoot muskamoot did you ever get into that uh that uh reed flipping bite in there oh, yeah. is yeah, that awesome going, or that's what probably going on right now oh that's uh that's a good time but people have found out about that, so it's uh, it's getting a little tougher than it used to be. <laughs> Dude, that that would be amazing, just cracking them on flip sticks. Yeah, it is unbelievable, that's, that's... unbelievable. You spent a lot of time in Alpena too, right? That's God's yep, country. That's, that's, that's where right. you had your your uh, early years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's where uh, that's where pretty much my whole family's from. Gotcha. I mean, we're downstate now, but my dad grew up up there. My mom grew up up there. Uh, that's where he fished on Lake Huron. So, I mean, my whole childhood was going up there every single weekend during the summer and fishing, and there's a ton of inland lakes up there that are really good, and whenever I can get some time to go up north or just relax, that's where I'm going most of the time. What's that one that was on um, Major League Fishing that was the largemouth lake that Todd yeah, was tearing them w- up? W- yeah, uh, Winya, Lake Winya, they call yeah, it. Lake Winya. Okay. Yeah. God, you fish that one? 
I've I haven't been there a ton. Um, I'm starting to branch out and go to the places like that. The smallmouth fishing is just so good. It's, <laughs> it's tough. I mean, it's hard. Not you to. only get like three or four days. You, you want to hit all these little places, but it it makes it hard. But I've been there a few times, and yeah, that's definitely one of my favorites. It's uh, it's full of fish, and you know, right. no one fishes up there for the most part, so it's it's pretty untapped. Have you ever fished any of the lakes, um, in Beaver Island or on Beaver Island? Uh, that's on Lake Michigan, right? Yeah, or... the Lake Michigan surrounds Beaver Island, but there's actually lakes. There's three lakes on the island. Have you fished okay. any of them? No, no, I've never done anything like that. Hey, yeah. Parker goes there. Does he really? Yeah, it's done a couple shows there. It's unbelievable. That's what I've heard. Oh my god, it's the dumbest. Fi- they're they're just so dumb. It's <laughs> it's crazy. And Michigan has that. Michigan actually has lakes where bass have never seen a lure. Yeah, we do. It's. I mean, it's it's a perfect place to live, really. You know, the bass is probably it's it's getting more popular and more popular every year. But I still say like walleye and you know probably perch and lake trout. Those are still our dominant species. You know, bass is bass is down there on the list quite a ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's uh, and and again, it's that's okay. Let it, let it stay yeah, that it, way. It is. <laughs> let it stay that <laughs> way. Hey, I want to talk to you about um, Bass Fest Be- okay. because. How awesome is it that you are a member of the Century Club, dude? Yeah, it's really special. Where's my Um, studio audience for this one? (laughs) Garrett Paquette, a member of the Bassmaster Century Club, which means he has caught 100 pounds or more of bass during a single event. That's amazing. Amazing. You and Cobb. I saw, uh, way back in the day, I saw a picture of the back of Ishman Rose truck. Okay. And he had a belt in the back. Yes. Like a WWE belt. And I'm like, yep. what is that thing? And I, and I figured out that it was a Century belt. I'm a and ever since then, it's pen, kind of been like a fantasy to get one of those. Yes. And you just you just don't get an opportunity to do it, you know, maybe once every four or five years. And when I made the Elites this year and I saw Lake Fork, I knew that, you know, my first year I was going to have a, a chance to get it. That There's a, a realistic chance that guys are going to get 100 pounds. So I kind of had that one circled. And Did you get the belt? Do you have the belt? I don't have the belt, no. Wait, is it coming? I don't know. I haven't heard from it. So hopefully, um, you know, we might have to – I might drive down to Alabama and check in on Tripwell and see how it's coming <laughs> yeah. along. Andy, call Trip. I want it. <laughs> call Trip now. We just talked to Trip before the show. So we got to actually – Trip has some new rules for you. He does? Yes. Hold on, is this trip now? Got her, got her. Oh, no, no, it's not. Yeah. Tri- it's it's Rojas crank calling us. It's Rojas. Gosh dang it, Dean! Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Let him go. Just let him finish. Right. Let him finish. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Dean. Every show. Every show. Yeah, Dean Rojas at the most. It's because Aaron just saw him on the water. Yeah. And reminded him. And he's, that's. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I apologize for that. Sorry, kid. Uh, it's okay. Where were we? Before I was so in, rudely interrupted. Yeah, trip welding. Oh, yeah. Trip welding. So let's play um, a trip welding game. You want to do okay. that? Let's do it. All right. So we have a little game that's called um, Three on Deck, One in Hand. And it's a game that Trip Weldon and I came up with together. And basically, the remainder of the Elite Series events, you're only allowed to bring four rods and four baits rigged on them. Okay. Okay. What? Cool, how about some uh, four on deck, one on hand music? Uh, like, producer's to- choice. Like totally fine with that. Producer's choice. Way. He's totally he's fine. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's good with it. Fine. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Let's play three on deck, one in hand with Garrett Paquette, Elite Series rookie. Pick those four rods and reel combinations and be very explicit. 
about the line it, size. Is the, the in-hand like your go-to bait? That's going to be like your first Dude, cast, you get or... four rods sure. and reels and four baits for the rest of the year. Of oh, course, you can the replenish year. the baits, you know, but you got to cover the bases, bro. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I was thinking we were going lake by lake, but we're going no, for the no, whole no, year. No, no, no. This is the whole year. This, whole this, this is the tester. Okay. This is the twister of tongues. Um, First bait is going to be a drop shot. A drop and shot. And am I allowed to change baits throughout there? Like, you got four baits. No. Four baits, four, four baits, four rods and reels. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I don't have a rod sponsor, but 7.2 medium. Okay. Uh, or 7.2 mag medium light, if you want to get into details. Ooh, like it. Drop shot, drop shot rod. Gotcha. Um, spinning reel, 12-pound sunline braid, 8-pound sniper leader with a drop shot, and... I'm going to have to throw a few baits on that. Probably like a straight-tailed worm and uh, a small compact bait for when we go up north. Okay. There's combo one, the drop shot. Hear that trip? He's got one. Okay, combination number two. Combination number two. Yes. Um, you got to have a flipping stick. got to have a flip stick. Absolutely. 7.6 seven, six heavy, 18-pound um, sunline shooter fluoro. 18. Okay. 3.8 ounce weight. With a uh, big bite, fighting frog. That's that's always that'll, ca- that'll always catch him, won't it? Yeah. There's two. You got a flip stick and a two, drop shot. Two rod. things that'll catch him anywhere. Yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to think of where we're going. We're going to Gunnersville, New York, St. Clair. I'll probably put on a football jig. Football jig. Half ounce or three quarter ounce football jig. Sub three heavy rod. 16 pound. 16 pound fluorocarbon that that'll be all my drop shot and football jig for out deep and then uh one more bait i think i think for the rest of the year you could see uh see a frog playing a frog playing so So he's got a frog a jig a flip bait and a drop shot no winding bait nothing to wind can wind i think i think winding uh you know gunnersville i'll I'll be winding but after that it's gonna be a, a little slower for rest of the year so so can, can we mark that in, Andy? Ninja, is that is that acceptable, the trip? Can you please check? Looks like we are good. Yes. Congratulations. Congratulations. It's acceptable. So just make sure you only got to pack four rods and reels now. Perfect. It's super that, easy. That'll save me some headache. <laughs> it's super easy. I like that you chose a frog. That's <laughs> good. So back to the, um, to the Century Club. Uh, so it was you and Cobb did it this year. And then when was the last time that I know Clon- I think it was, Clon- they said Clons- it was uh, 13, Ish Monroe, maybe Okeechobee. Okay. Was yeah. it? No, I think it was like 13 was uh, was uh, Texas Lake again, wasn't it? Was it? Was it Sam Ray? Because I thought the last ones that got it were like Clun. Didn't Ish get it flipping at Okeechobee? I'm, I'm talking about the last one, though, is what I thought. I, think, I, I thought it was Clun and Combs. Does anybody know well, on the chat board? Oh, well, well, that wasn't a lead event. But oh, yeah, what was he had that? it in three days. What was that? That was just the Toyota Texas Fest before yeah. it was. Oh, okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. The Texas Fest. I write notes so I learn as I do this show too. See how I do or that? Toyota Bass Classic, something Here. like that. TTBC. Hey, we didn't do an official up. internet high five. So give me an official boom. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Boom. That's the, that's what we that's the icebreaker. That's what we have to do. It's good luck. It's like it's like um spilling a little out for your dead homies. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what you got to do you. on bass fishing talk shows. Oh, we... Hey, uh, let's get to know Garrett Piquet a little more. 
What do you say? All right, sir. Are, are you down for this? Let's do it. So this is, uh, this is a little uh, basically a version of, of 20 questions, okay? And it's okay. just kind of a, it's kind of a, um, another feeler outer just to see how cool you are. I'm going to be honest okay. with you. All right. It's just plain, plain and simple. Are you ready? <laughs> Garrett Paquette, Bassmaster Elite Series rookie. First appearance ever on Straycast Outdoor Cartoon Television. Garrett, let's get to know you a little bit more. Tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help you, God. Do you? Are you going to tell the truth? Yes, I will. Solemnly vows right there to the Bass Gods and Doug Hannon's ghost right there. What is your favorite fishing TV show? Probably Zonas. Zonas. Absolutely. Zonas. Awesome. That's good. And Charlie Ingram's Fishing University. Yes. Both That's of those. Close, yes. Both, both of those. Of course. As far as, never mind. We'll stop right there. Have you ever um, woke up shouting the Halsey song without me? Um, I don't think I've woken up shouting it, but I may have shouted it before. You could admit, admit it if you do. It's, yeah. You, you do. Is it, does it make you feel better like when you do that? Or Yeah, that's a good song. It's a good song. It's a good song. <laughs> that's good on the road trip. That's good. Halsey makes you feel powerful. <laughs> why is a swim jig so damn good? Garrett, why? It's versatile. You cover water, go through any cover you can put it through, and it catches big bass. <laughs> it's just that damn good. You do anything with it. I'm surprised that wasn't on your four, actually. Yeah, I just, you know, I tried to I tried to match the lakes on that one. Uh, if you had to arm wrestle Rick Clunt or Mark Menendez, who would you choose? Uh, Mark Menendez, Mark Menendez, because I beat them both, and I want to. I feel bad if I beat Rick Clun. So nice confidence. Good in the answer. Rookie. Confidence in the rookie. Yeah. Respect, right Dude. there. Yeah. What's the uh, the crappiest hotel room story that you have about on the road? Uh, yeah, we went. Do you know Newton Lake in Illinois? I sure do. Yes, yeah, sir. we went to Newton Lake one time in like February, and it was about eighteen degrees outside, and we were staying in like a thirty dollar hotel room. With this much of a gap between the door, so every time the wind would blow, yeah. it'd be 20 degrees coming into the door, and it, it was miserable. It was called the Paradise Inn. Yes, of course. How oh, appropriate. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Did you wreck them the next day? Yeah, we caught them pretty <laughs> good. I'm sure there's people watching right now that have been there. What's the dumbest thing you've ever seen on a boat ramp? Hmm. I've never seen any crazy, like, you know, back in the truck down and all that, but... The thing that I see all the time is guys, like, on a single boat ramp, they back their truck in, you know, or, or back the boat in, or get it off, and they just sit right there. So they'll yeah. sit there for 15 minutes, getting all their Rigged. stuff ready. No one else can. Respooling. Yeah. All kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Doing whatever they're doing. Tying the FG knots. Taking the cover off. The whole damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a movie line that you constantly find yourself quoting. Um, a movie line. Probably uh, in Taken when the guy says, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> in Taken. I'm not a big movie guy. Liam Neeson's a badass. <laughs> Who's dumber by nature, a large mouth or a small mouth? Small mouth. A small mouth is dumber by nature. Definitely. Yes. Got it. You watch uh, Game of Thrones? No. Why? What's wrong with you? I don't uh, I don't get into TV shows because I don't want to spend like two weeks of my life watching every single episode. Garrett, listen to me. Garrett, listen he to me. He goes bass fishing. Garrett, dude. listen to me. Ryan, you be quiet. Fishing. There's titties, there's dragons, and all fighting. 
<laughs> the only thing it's I missing see, is I, bass I, I fishing. I saw like 30 minutes of it one day, and it was pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's, it's something did, to do with the Did you fall winter. asleep after that 30 minutes? Because that's what happens to me. It. It's winter. I fall asleep. You fall asleep, you fall asleep during Bass Live. That's not true. You do. You you put no. it on the DVR and you fall asleep. It's not true. But MLF, you fall asleep. FLW, you fall asleep. Not true. It, you do. It's a true story. Ryan, admit it. I'm not I fall going asleep any during Game of Thrones. I'm not going any further till you admit that you fall asleep during fishing shows. I have before because like I watched them at like 1 in the constantly. morning. Constantly. There it is. Come on. Sorry, let's go back to the show. Are you ready to play some more, Garrett? I'm trying to think, but ready. We do stuff like this. I don't know. Just keep bass fishing. Don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the scariest bass boat ride you've ever been on? Mm. I think um, one one that was real bad, I was on Big Bay to Knock. Actually, I'll give you two. Big Bay to Knock one time was real bad up in Lake Michigan. I made like a 40-mile run, and it was rough. I mean, it wasn't crazy rough, but probably three and four-footers, and it started raining real hard, like just a downpour, Yikes. and my bilge pump went bad. Oh, my God. Oh. So I had to make that run back with no bilge pump, and like I, I was so worried about, you know, I had to drive perfectly to not spear wave because otherwise I, just, I would have filled up with water. So yeah. that was one. And then one time on Saginaw Bay, we, uh, we were in a tournament. We ran, you know, probably 10, 12 miles offshore to these islands. And it got, it started getting real windy and we were way up on a flat. So you couldn't tell how rough it was getting. And we were kind of the last guys to stay there. And we got off this flat and started running out into Lake Huron. And I mean, they must've been like legit seven foot waves oh and we were gosh. going straight up and down. And I, I, I don't know how the engine didn't stall out, but some guys literally flipped their boats that day. So that yeah. was a, that was a bad one. Wow. And you it made was it so out. bad. I didn't Thank go back God. to the boat ramp. I went to a different ramp and took out and got DQ'd from the tournament. So oh, goodness, goodness. Hey, uh, what's the most haunting fish loss in your brain? Actually, uh, last year at Lake of the Ozarks, I lost a really big one. I On uh, day two, I weighed in four, and I lost a tournament by like three pounds. So that, one, that was like a $40,000 fish. On the Lake of the Ozarks? Yeah. Ugh, goodness gracious. Tell me about the last bass you caught. The last bass I caught was... Um, where was I? I'm trying to think. Where, where have I been? That's what I want to know. Oh, Chickamauga, I guess. That Four chick. pounder on a, sw- on a uh, swim bank during the bass open. <laughs> there it is. Nice. That chick. That chick. What's the biggest lesson a bass has taught you? That you cannot get set on what it was doing the day before or the hour before. You, ha- you have to fish the conditions. They're particular. They very, are, yes. Very and they change all the time. Hey, if you had to do away with one of these, which one would it be? Boat wrap, truck wrap, or tournament jersey? Which one's going bye-bye? Mm, probably the truck wrap. The truck wrap. Okay. Even though I like my wrap, I always have people staring in on the highway, looking in the window, so I could get by without it. I, I, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's an attention grabber. It's a magnet. And we're on the water with our boats and jerseys, so we better keep those. <laughs> yes. You're known that. But you guys could just get those, like... Um, flying things that the airplanes do, you know, like the Geico lizard guy, and just put those oh, things yeah, up yeah. behind the boats with your sponsors. Yeah, and you don't have do to that. wear a jersey. That's true. And you look cooler. That's all I'm saying. Hey, wear what you want. Yeah, wear whatever the hell you want, like Rick Clunt. Yeah, like, yeah. when he used to wear the hippie stuff. Yeah, or Jimmy Houston. Yeah, Jimmy Houston. Red too. Western shirts. Back in yeah. the day. Looking like a cowboy. Back in the day. Are you okay back there, Andrew? You are? 
Our, doesn't our producer look perturbed, kind of? Looks good. He looks great, though, with his beard back there. How, how do you think yeah, our producer looks back there, Garrett? I can't see him. I know. That's why I asked you that. <laughs> he, looks <good>. <laughs> <laughs> he looks phenomenal, right? Yeah. <laughs> the You're doing good. Keep it up. <laughs> see, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. There's... Hey, did you ever play the game? Um, uh, it, it's, it's a bar game. I don't, you know, you haven't been to many of those, but... Uh, it's basically Andy. You remember that? What the heck's the name of that game? That they? It's like you marry somebody. Uh, what the heck? Uh, what the uh, marry kill? Yeah. You okay. know what I'm talking about? It's the the game is called yeah. Marry Kill. So yeah. we have a version of that here where basically, um, it's kind of like that, but you fish with a person, okay, a particular lady, okay. You throw one of them out of the boat, and you marry one of them. Okay? okay, so here's your choices: fish with one, marry with one, and throw one out of the boat. Throw one out of the boat. Ryan, where's my notes? I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, the first one. Um, what do you got? The first one has to be Halsey. Okay, Halsey's okay. one of the choices. Okay, <laughs> I want to know who you talk to for this. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you off the air. And uh, <laughs> so Halsey is one of the choices. Um, let's make Cardi B. Another choice. Okay. And let's make Ariana Grande another okay. choice. Mary, uh, yes. is, Mar- is marrying the top, like, that's that's the best, right? Yeah, that's like sure. who you're going to settle. Well, I mean, yeah. fishing with is pretty good, too. Yeah. yeah. Fish, marry, okay. throw out of the boat. <laughs> so fish is, fish is equivalent to, you know, uh, 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 uh. and then uh, Mary yeah. is the one, you know, you're going to settle down with, and kill is thrown out of the boat. So you got Cardi B. Kill Cardi B. Kill Cardi B. She's uh, out of here. See ya, Cardi. With, what was the other one? Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Yeah. Pete yeah. Davidson's old. And girl. Mary Halsey. Mary Halsey. And and your your fit. Oh, look at you. You motorboating son That's of a an gun. Easy one. <laughs> the old sailor, you. Give it up for Garrett Paquette. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Kapow. Yes, they no love you. No hesitation on Cardi B there. He killed her right away. Yeah. Get out of my boat. There she goes. Get out of my boat, Cardi B. <laughs> Make money moves on the Elite Series. I don't need you. Yeah. That's what he said to Call her. Call me no way. Boom, boom. Garrett, dude, thanks um, for coming on the show, man. We yeah, had a great time with you. It was fun, guys. I, I hope you had a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's not your um, normal just for breakfast bass fishing talk show. That's okay. We're from the north. This is it's <laughs> yeah. a little bit more how we are. So we are kings that. of the north. Thank you very much. Another internet high five on that one. Wardens of the north, yeah. right there. Boom, boom, right there. Garrett Piquet, anything you want to say to the viewing audience, to your sponsors, before we get the hell out of here? Yeah, just just thanks, guys, for watching. You know, thanks for supporting us. It's uh, it's it's not easy this lifestyle for for all of us, anyone in the industry. So to to have support from everybody, it's awesome and uh. You know, we'll look forward to doing it again. means a lot. Hey, Thanks, check man. out Garrett Piquette on Instagram, on Facebook, and, uh, of course, uh, the next derp. Where are you guys going next? Where is We're going it? to Gunnersville. To Gunnersville. Middle of June, yeah. Oh, boy. Sir. All right. Good luck there, man. We hope you knock them out. Keep wrapping right. the north, We'll man. probably see you um, at the uh, St. Clair event. When's that, September? Yeah, September. Yeah, we'll, we'll as run As long in. as I make it, we'll see you guys yeah, there. You'll be so. there. You'll be there. <laughs> You're doing good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one more time, Garrett Piquette. Yes, dude. Peace. We'll see you. Take care, man. Good luck. There it is right there. Thank you for, for sticking with us. An amazing show. Garrett Piquette, Aaron Martins, all of you. And now it's time for a giveaway. 
So what I have here is, hey, is my mom? Is oh, there it is. Okay. So we have, uh, so we have Bravarni Bates here, swim jigs. This is a, a custom color. It's uh, called Wicked Gill. Oh, that's you know a anything good one, about man. this one? You know anything about this Wicked Gill color? Hey, it's not too late to like that's and share it. the hey. Facebook feed. I'm, I'm teasing them now. Teasing. Ryan, you can't have that. Nah, this one it. is called. Um, it's a good one. Kick-ass bluegill. Kick-ass bluegill right there. Kick Look at that one. Bluegill. Boom. Oh, that is a kick-ass bluegill. That's an amazing one. This one is actually called Andy. This particular bait is called Andy, not named after really? our producer, the Ginger Ninja, as some may think. I wonder it is where actually, Andy it is. It is actually named by a Bass Pro Tour professional named Andy. Could be one of many. We don't know. There's huh. multiple Andys. Montgomery. Um, here's another great bluegill Martin one, Jim. another amazing bluegill one. Uh, and then uh, the old uh, blue and white. This is the old uh, North Carolina. Oh, Take I your shirt off. One. Wave it around in the hair like a, a, an ele- helicopter. Something like that. And then we have... What's going on? I just wanted to stop on purpose to make things awkward. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, I wanted to see the reaction from hey, behind the table. Hey, Hold on. Don't I'm, do that. I, we got the, we got the uh, damn jigs. Did you see how awkward that was? You guys, like, it took you forever to even realize. I didn't even know. So we got them jigs here. It is a $50 giveaway jig extravaganza. All you had to do was like and share the live Facebook feed. Oh, it's complete with a pat hair in it's there, complete. too. Yes, actually. Uh, it's like a 20-incher. Gross. Anyways, congratulations to whoever wins that one. That's a good one. Here, let me give him another one. <laughs> give him another hair. It is so damn hot in here. It's getting hairy. Pulled another one out. You know, it's hot in the islands, man. Yeah, man. Rastafari says, it's a Jamaican me so hot in here, man. It's crazy. I got all these jigs, man. The damn jigs. I got the Bravarni jigs. And now, all we need is Chow Winner, man. You flip them in the reeds, man? Slapping the jigs. You flip that in the reeds? There goes the flow. Who won? You, you guys are so crazy. Why? I don't know. I got totally lost there. And We're doing reggae. Jamming. We don't even know. Wait, Ten- th- tonight's winner, Michael Rasmussen. Michael Rasmussen. Michael Rasmussen. Of the Super Awesome Jig Pack. Jig Pack. Compliments of Dan Bravarni at Bravarni Bates, as well as John DeMay at Dem Jigs. There it is. Uh, send your uh, your info to JP at the uh, Facebook uh, Instant uh, Gratification yeah. Center. Send for, us a message. For disobedient say, people. Say, super awesome prize pack winner. Yes. And drop us your address. Say, de- yeah, up. say dem jigs and Bravarni. So we know. Yes, sir. Yeah, do that. <clears throat> Michael Rasmussen. Well, well, we got the super awesome prize pack right there. Boom. Kapow, kapow. That is a you super awesome right prize pack. It is. These are all, and seriously, I'd pick these colors out. They're that's, all, the, that's the catch them anywhere pack. They really are good colors. Oh, he's uh. from Wisconsin. He's probably familiar. Rasmussen. Yeah, that Rasmussen's a popular bass Frunk. fishing name in Wisconsin. There's a lot of Rasmussen's. Yeah. There's the little Rasmussen's. Yeah. There's, the, there's the Ras- medium there's Ras- Rasmussen. There's Rasmussen, the leader. Yeah. Who is, don't be a Rasmussen. And then Rasmussen, the small. Yes. Yeah. Rasmussen, the third. And then there's Eric Rasmussen, who won the Wednesday Nighter last night on the Fox chain with 112 pounds. Those Wisconsin Rasmussens are an ornery bunch of rascals just winning all kinds of dirt. 12 pounds. 12 pounds. But it's still it good. said 112. Hey, you guys want to do we'll a show next that. week? 
Uh, guys in my yeah, room? Yeah. Guys in the room? Andy, you want to do a show next week? Are you week? talking to us? Andrew Ellenberger, do you want to? Yeah. yeah. Andy, tell me a joke before we go. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, Bass Fishing World. <laughs> we will catch you next week here at StrayCast.net. I know I can. Wait, let's try something feel different. All the way down in my what are you talking about? Let's try something different. Before we go, about? we're going to try something different here. What are we trying? Okay? We're going to try the famous um, show close. Okay? And we're each going to do a show close before it's, we go. This is famous? Yeah. It's a, fam- it's a famous never thing. never even done it. It's mostly on the boardwalk. At places with boardwalks, it's famous. Like but, the Bette Midler song? Yeah. It's like, it's a, what a feeling. Flash dance. Solid gold flash dance dancer. But here's what I'm saying. All right, here's the show close. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you to the sponsors. Thank you to Aaron. And thank you to Garrett. Tune in next week. We'll be back. Same bass time, same bass channel. You try one, Ryan. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Go bass fishing. Go bass fishing. JP, try a close. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Andy, try a close. Get your pet spayed uh-huh. and neutered. It's Get hot. your pet spayed and neutered. Until Get then, we see you next week. It's Thanks, hot Drew. as Hades in this place. Thank you all. Seriously, thank you for tuning in. We had an awesome time. Peace. Bass Galaxy. See you next week. Pat Renwick, out. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to StrayCast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace.